from Roebuck Bay to the Roe Highway. Got my ice mocha from Dome Cafe. The Super Pizza Florian in a Luwaru and Esperance too. Cross Albany and the Gloucester Tree. With Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley. From the greatest city in the world and across the mighty state of WA, it's time for Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Thursday done and dusted, Embers. I'll have you know that was our 34th show together. Well, who's counting? I am. Clearly you are. Literally. Hey, who says you're not having fun? <laughs> I'm having a great time, well, actually. Well, that's right. 34, you reckon? I know. So We're that means in 16 more shows, we get to raise the bat? Yeah. Half a Let's century? do it. 50? Ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quick math by you. Yeah, there you go. You'd be pretty confident that you'll be here for another 16, you reckon? <laughs> well, I don't know. No, knowing your track record, you get rid of co-hosts I do. A lot. So be very careful over there, young lady. Producer Robbie? Um, you are getting very comfortable with each other, clearly. 34 shows. Uh-huh. And this studio stinks. Oh, What's going on in here? Oh, Someone set smells us like up. sweat. Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, not a good day for the aircon not to be working Ooh. in this studio. It is stinking hot. It's 32 degrees outside, and I feel like every little bit of that in this studio. Yeah, it looks like it too. You've got sweat patches under your Oh, uh, yeah, at the no moment. doubt. No mm. doubt about it. Hey, um, how's Robbie just trying to sabotage our show? Oh, yeah, hang on. Very um, So, <laughs> producer Robbie, I've got a bone to pick with you. Yeah. So, yesterday he came to us, Katie, and said, mm. listen, I've got uh, Johnny Millman. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the Aussie star. I'm thinking, how good's that? Yeah. So what time's he coming on? Uh, four o'clock. Now, I had a look at the Aussie Day schedule yesterday. He was scheduled to play his second round match at? 7 p.m. Melbourne time, which is 4 p.m. Perth exactly. Time. So I'm thinking, uh, hang on, no, that no, might no. be something wrong. Robbie, can you please go back? No, no, no. I've spoken to the Aussie Open. I've uh, spoken to his uh, media manager. He'll be speaking at four o'clock. So I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, his first game is going mm. to be held up because he's going to be speaking to us. Yeah. Now, of course, I didn't um, have many hopes. I thought he was going to be on the on the Exclusive. call warming up on the yeah. phone to me and Embers. Got a, uh, a little text from uh, Robbie saying, listen, he won't be on yesterday. <laughs> Fair enough. Surprise, surprise. Fair enough. I thought that was going to be the case. I uh, got a uh, little text today from Robbie going, you know what, guys? Apologise for yesterday. Casey Delacqua. Yes. Oh, I have huge. spoken to her. She is on the show this afternoon. At 4 4 o'clock. 4 p.m. Oh, brilliant. They won't let you down. But she's commentating mm. Popperin's game. Well, Embers and I get in, and as we're just about to start the show, Popperin is in the fifth set. Guess so, what? What? No, no Casey. No Casey. No, no, no Casey. Casey. No. So, Robbie, so, uh, explain yourself. You're none from two, buddy. Days, boys. None from two. Boys. <laughs> boys, 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 boys and girls. Yeah. I've called you right. boys and Michelle today. <laughs> My God. Yeah, you're going real well at um, the moment, Rob. <laughs> but on a hat trick, Andre Agassi tomorrow, I promise, guys. <laughs> I look forward to that. That's the exclusive. All right. Well, coming up, uh, heroic calls on Perth people just saving lives left, right and centre. Enjoy. We are lucky enough to be joined in studio right now by someone I cannot wait to see. I know you're the same, Embers. He's a Perth boy from Carlisle, McShane, for a show called... Mind of an MC. Welcome, yes. McShane. Hey, Thank you so McShane. Much for me. Mate, uh, this is awesome. So, obviously, you're a freestyler, rapper, hip hop. Is it That's something right. you've always done? Totally. I, yep. I have a shameless addiction, and that is I am addicted to freestyle rap. Yeah. I love it. So, awesome. I was going to say, so when you're like a, a little boy just roaming around, have you were you just always rapping, like growing up? Is I, that how you got into it? I think it? in my head. In your head. Okay. <laughs> and everyone probably thought I was talking in Crazy. tongues. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But uh, I've always loved it. I've always loved, you know, banter and jokes and yep. puns and, you know, reading quite a lot. And then just naturally just... I started to rhyme my own kind of words over songs yeah. and yeah. one thing led into another and then I discovered hip-hop, which became a big love of mine. Sure. And the trains just kept rolling ever since and that's just led on a crazy journey to 
festivals and yes. events. Yeah, for sure. Did a TED talk on freestyle rap. No way. Like, cool. Live and breathe it every day. Yeah. And my mates will tell me to shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop rapping. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you have a couple of beers, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, that you just, yeah. just, oh, just rolling off the tongue. The, uh, there's a bit of a running joke in my group of mates yeah. where my name is, Oi, bro, give me a topic. Yeah. 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 Every time. I was going to say, does it get annoying, though? Because I feel like if you were at uh, drinks with us, all we would want you to do is perform. Yeah. yeah. But it feeds the beast. Yeah. yeah okay. I love the it. Bills. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and the other thing I love most about this kind of art is it's so inclusive yeah. for everyone. Mm. It, and it kind of breaks down walls. I guess if you watch a band, you're kind of just sitting there observing it. This is your inner. You're yeah, giving me okay. the fuel. It's an absolute skill with what you do. And uh, so Chris Judd, right? Uh, a lot of people obviously know who Chris Judd is. Mm. Incredible footballer. One thing that people wouldn't know too much about Juddy is very similar to yourself, probably not in the same sort of ballpark, but very good rapper. Same thing. What? You throw a couple of words at him. I have never seen anyone as good life. Like you Whoa. have a couple of beers and you, you'll give him four or five words and he just goes bang oh, and blurts. Hard. And it is absolutely <laughs> sensational. He doesn't bring it out that much because he's embarrassed about it, but he's actually extremely talented at it. Chris Judd, it's, if you're listening, mate, it's your time. We Judd Man. Yeah, yeah, Judd Man yeah. and McShane. Hey, the uh, show will tour around the country. Obviously <laughs> said that You've done heaps of festivals and whatnot. So how many Fringe Worlds have you done? This is now my third year of Fringe. So the first year uh, mm-hmm. debuted with a show that I'll talk a bit about in a sec. Yep. Um, the second year I did my debut solo show, uh, which is Mind of an MC, yep. which was great to kind of mm. start a new thing. And, and What was that like up there by yourself, first time, audience, but honestly. Oh, it was, it was amazing, but, but no one knew about it. So, oh, okay. so I've actually done some shows to literally two people for an oh, hour. Whereas okay. By the end of the uh, by the end of the season, I had a full room, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So this this fringe, I think there's a bit of traction, but yep. also I've kind of seen both sides of it. Um, yeah, yeah. But I love it regardless. I could do it to one person. Have you ever choked? Because, you know, um, 8 Mile with Eminem and he gets up and then he he's choking. Yeah. Has that ever happened uh, to I've you? I've definitely spilt my mum's spaghetti on my sweater already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the cool thing about freestyle is because I don't, I'm not trying to memorise anything, yeah. It's, yeah. it's really up to me to just navigate through yeah. it. So if I feel like I'm going to choke I'm like oh it's not going to be as good a rhyme I can kind of quickly divert to something else yeah um, but it does happen in terms of you know I've been stressing out like oh am I going to get it and in my mind's eye I can see the rhyme I'm trying to get to yeah. so I'm trying to build a bridge to it um, and sometimes it kind of it might derail a bit, but we can bring it back. Mm-hmm. Do you have sort of some go-tos where if you do get caught and stuck, you sort of you, you can veer off to something that you sort of have prepared and done net. before? Mm, well, I think the way I kind of describe it is like there's a rhyme dictionary in my yep, brain. Gotcha. So because I do this so much, I'm so obsessed with it. You know, I can look at anything in a room yeah. and immediately I know five things that rhyme with it. So yes. then it's oh, a matter wow. of how do I... Put it like together. Piece the Tetris box mm. together. You're kind yeah. of like the Rain Man of yeah. the rap world. <laughs> rain Man. All right. Well, <laughs> we want to get you to stick around because obviously your show is people throwing words at you, right? That's and right. you rap. That's yeah. exactly what so to do. My, Mind of an MC is uh, I basically use the crowd to build a rap identity for me based on their life story. Oh, my goodness. Should we give this a crack right All now? Right. Okay. So you want us to throw just some random words yep. at you. I want you to test me. So And I'm... you're just going to basically put it together for us in a rap. Totally. Oh. Have you got any beats or any <sighs> music to go with it? How does this sound? Oh, that sounds a bit hip-hop. Oh, here <laughs> yeah, it goes. <laughs> I feel like gangster. Yeah, right. All right. I'm going to kick it off. That's the go. With Embers and Katie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to Chris Judd. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 
Look, okay, so I spit again, I'm back up on the triple end with crazy throws, but they don't even know because I'm back up on the radio, so everybody listen because I must just be in, I'm shouting out the embers in the KD repping the kings, cause I'm back up on it, now we're just off the topic, now I drop it, and shouts out to 30 to 5 degrees, it's just hot like the tropics because we're on it, so best just call, I want to see all y'all at this fringe festival, so look, embers, there's one thing I must remember, that's true, I think you can probably rap too, if you probably gave it a chance because I probably it. spit some, but right now I got Six sums that split with Chris Judd So Katie, okay, yeah. now I got these crazy flows But they don't know because right now I'm on the radio So Katie, where did you grow up? Where did you live? Dalkeith? Yeah, repping the tin. So everybody listen, now I'm flexing with angles I'm from Dalkeith and Cottesloe We're repping the golden triangle yes. Because I'm down upon the beach And now I'm harboured the bars I like beaches too I like to go to Scarborough So Embos, yes. where did you grow up And what school did you go to? Bassendine, Trinity College boy Okay, let me spit it vividly I'm about to split the scene He's from this Trinity But now they even spit it clean I'm repping from this Bassendine But look, that's true Because I'm crazy like water Because I'm switching like the new train line Built in Bayswater So that's pretty true Because I play with flow but I'm like drive time when I ride main road So they don't know because I'm rapping this verse I want to talk about one place in Perth that sucks to merge You know that one place on Mitchell Freeway, yes. that's true But I think they probably need some leeway for the crew Can I get a new topic from you and you? Carl Stefanovic uh, Okay, right now Okay, you know that I'm done rhymes Look, so listen up and waking up for the sunrise Because you know that I know this and my flow is so potent Because I'm repping on the scene I'm with Carl Stefanovic Because I got talk shows but more flows you know so you with me where do they film that in the morning in sydney but look <laughs> can i get a topic from you chicken farmies oh that's great that's yeah. true so look the first thing i want to talk about when the weather is balmy going down to the balmoral <laughs> and ordering a chicken palmy but look now you're rapping on the night in shining armor if you're from melbourne you call it a bloody parmigiana <laughs> that's pretty true maybe some napolitana and some parmesan and when they're asking them the carbonara's in so look can i get another one from you <sighs> seafood marinara uh, <laughs> Look, I'm came true, but you know I get my fellows when I get the marinana order Cicerellos. Look, I'm pretty true because I probably need some scallops when I drop it, when I'm off and off topic because I'm on it. So maybe some lobster or some crayfish. Maybe you can rock it if you're working late night up on the grave ship. I like fish and chips and hip hop, so I like Same. to spit lots at me on TikTok. But look, I need to get some people one more topic, so I think right now we're cooking. We're on it. Oh, Justin my Bieber. Uh, that's just Please. crazy. Justin Bieber. <clears throat> baby. Baby, baby. <laughs> look, okay, look, uh, I get these toy pens right now. I liked his era when he was tough for boyfriend. That was just his whole rebrand because I think I got a plan, so I'm not a mean man, Justin Bieber. I like to rap, maybe I'm the king, but I wish I could be him, but I don't sing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That no, is incredible. something that I've never experienced before. <laughs> well, Jodie's good. Not even in the same ballpark <laughs> yeah, as you, Mick Shane. Jodie can't do that. Mate, that was spectacular. Okay, so I did, well I was not uh, expecting that. Expecting that. So when I just said, like, Embers and Katie, and then you just went. Wow. And I was like, whoa, that doesn't stop either. I know. I can't turn it off in my brain. My <laughs> goodness gracious, mate. I'll tell you what. Uh, can we um, get you over for a party or something? I would love to. <laughs> All right. Your show is Mind of an MC. Your name yep. is Mick Shane. He's performing at Fringe World Festival. It kicks off tomorrow. That's Get right. to fringeworld.com.au and check this guy and out. And can I say, for all the Triple M listeners, yeah. I am actually giving away 10 discounted tickets <gasps> to every show. All oh you need to do goodness. is use the promo code MacShane at checkout. And one last thing for me, I'm part of another amazing uh, comedy game show with a great comedian called Daniel Delby. It's called Who's Rhyme. Awesome. It's a game show that is all freestyle rap using the crowd. So the same thing applies. Mate, 10 discounted awesome. tickets. Max Shane at checkout. Oh. Love you.
Excellent. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you. And thanks for uh, dropping in. Thanks for having me. Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. Uh, Embers. Um, I heard something just yesterday <laughs> about a mutual friend of ours, and I'm not yep. going to say the name on air, um, but let's just call him Rob. Okay. Robbie. Our, our good friend Robbie. Yes. Um, like producer Robbie, except it's not him. So, all right, here's the story. So, our friend Rob, right, was asked to be the groomsman of one of his mates. This As was a do. while ago. Okay. Um, that wedding never ended up going ahead. It was called off. Okay. Did they break up? Or yeah, they broke up. They broke up. Yeah, okay. They ended right. up breaking up. Yep. Um, Robbie, in return, asked his mate to be the groomsman at his wedding that you and I both sure. attended yep. um, a couple of years ago now. And that was all great. And then his mate has got engaged again to another new, new partner, another lady. And they received to save the date. Okay. Right. So had he Robbie hadn't been asked to be his groomsman, but that's fine that these things happen, whatever. Yep. So it received to save the date. And then anyway, it's getting closer and closer to the date of the wedding. Yeah. And he hasn't heard anything from the mate. And he was talking with, you know, his partner and was sort of thinking, it's a little bit weird. Like, you know, the wedding's in a couple of months. That's right. Like, I, I can understand that I'm not the groomsman, yeah, but, but you know, need to follow up a little bit just to find out what I'm going to wear, et cetera. Totally. And yep. like where the venue is and the whole yep. shebang. Black ties, a cocktail. Exactly. We need an invite. That's like right. a save the date is not an invite. No, of course not. So um, he ends up just contacting his mate, just um, saying, hey, mate, you know, a wedding's fast approaching. Um, just letting you know, haven't actually received an invite. Um, mm. So just wondering kind of the details. His mate gets back to him and says, keeping in mind they were asked to be each other's groomsmen. Very close, these two. His mate gets back to him and says, hey, mate, yeah, the invites did go out. Sorry about that. Thanks for understanding. He didn't get an invite. (laughs) He got to save the date. These guys were (laughs) supposed to be groomsmen's. At each other's wedding. I'm sorry, am I? Hang on. So he not only wasn't there to stand next to his best mate as a best man on his biggest day of his life, he wasn't invited. And the thing is, at his first wedding, the one that got called off, yeah. he actually asked Robbie to be his best man. So this is how Ooh, close we're happened? talking. What and happened? He didn't even get invited to the second wedding. And that's the thing. I asked my friend, I said, honestly, what happened? They said nothing. Nothing happened. There was no falling out. There was nothing. It just, he just wasn't invited. That is so strange. That's the weirdest thing that I have so ever heard. That is so weird. Uh, let's throw it out to our listeners. Hopefully they might have a story that they can relate to that. So yeah. 13353, when were you shocked not to get the invite? Of course, last night mm. you weren't invited to uh, <laughs> Married at First Sight. Wonderful dinner. <laughs> yeah, thanks what happened for the there? invite, Channel That's 9. That's right. Just recently, actually, I got invited to the opening of the Claremont Hotel. Yes. All right. Um, I said, unfortunately, I can't go. I said, maybe try Katie Lamb. Did you end up getting an invite to that? Yeah. I, could, I got an could. invite, yeah. yeah. My wife, Caitlin, yes. right, didn't get an invite. So it was Andrew plus one, and she's completely <laughs> flipped it. She goes, that Claremont Hotel, I've been going there for years. She really, really wanted yes. to go. Yeah, no, So she invited. was, uh, yeah, not uh, happy Jan that uh, she wasn't invited. All right, one triple three five three. When were you shocked you weren't invited? You were friends? Did you not get a gig at a birthday party, a <laughs> wedding? Let's talk about it. Mia from Averley's on the line. All right, Mia, tell us, when were you uh, shocked not to be invited? Um, so not too long ago, I uh, found out that my biological father had passed away, oh. but my half-siblings didn't tell me, so I was not 
technically invited or able to go to his funeral. Oh, oh my God, Mia. That's that is really sad, awful. Mia. So did you not have a relationship with those uh, like uh, siblings or whatever? Yes. Yeah, so I only found out about them later in life because I found out he was my father when I was 16. Right. Um, I met them once and, yeah, we didn't keep in contact very much. But, yeah, they just didn't. Think to inform me or let me know. I was going to say, it's, sad. it's it's not really something you kind of forget. Like that shouldn't be something that yeah. slips your mind. No. Yeah, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, and well, they, um, yeah, didn't list me as his child or anything. So, oh, my God, yeah. that's horrible, Mia. <laughs> but, I mean, it's very on topic. That's exactly what mm. <laughs> uh, Melanie from Gosnells, <laughs> tell us, when were you shocked not to be invited? Um, my sister um, was marrying, uh, well, was dating a guy from over in Sydney and he flew over to have a big proposal and all the family got together and everything and they didn't tell me. Oh, my God. Oh my goodness, family. <laughs> and you, you weren't invited. No. Like bad, no. bad relationship with the family or do you, they no, just no. kind of forgot? Yeah, they just kind of, yeah, didn't think about it. Yeah, they overcate a little bit and just that extra person, unfortunately, Melanie, uh, better luck next year. Yeah, so, but, yeah, no, they've, they've always, um, I always stir them up about it and they've, they've felt terrible and so, all good yeah, now, thank you. Yeah, they're still on good terms. Yeah, never let them live it down, Melanie. Ashley is in Lansdowne. Hey, Ash. Hi there. Hey, all when right, were you we shocked not to be invited? Um, so funny, I actually got asked to be a bridesmaid for a, a close work friend's wedding. Yep. Um, and then, you know, kept to, obviously just real close friends, kept talking to her before the wedding mm-hmm. and just never heard anything more about being a bridesmaid. Oh, God. Um, and then it came to a week before the wedding, still nothing. So <gasps> I just assumed that I had been dropped and sure enough, I had, but it gets better. <gasps> so a week, so a week before the wedding, um, I get a text message. Hey, can you MC my wedding? No. What? No. Yeah, literally. And then on on top of that, so I hadn't even responded to that. I just kind of left it blank and I thought I'm just going to not say anything here because I didn't know how to respond. The day of the wedding, I'm getting my hair done. I get a text message from her. Hey, Ash, thank you so much for emceeing my wedding today. (gasps) And also... Um, thank you for doing the music for the ceremony for when I walk down the aisle. Oh. No asking, nothing. <laughs> okay, hang on. I am. So, I, have, I need to unpack this. Do you, uh, is there? Was she like emailing you? Or did she have a wrong number? Was there miscommunication, no, or you literally radio no, no, silence? I just, I just got dropped. No. Did you? <laughs> end, did you end up being the MC? Yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> did How you did you do that friend? off the cuff? I, I couldn't say no. I felt guilty. So there I am. Half an hour before the ceremony, I am being shown by her uh, husband to be the music writing down on notes. what to do. Yeah, and then so after the ceremony, I'm sitting there, still on the pews of the ceremony, figuring out what I'm going to say oh, as MC. My goodness, do you still keep in contact with her? No, um, I try to, but. Oh. Nah. Well, I seem to get ghosted quite often, yeah. so I think yeah, maybe it's yeah. not worth it. <laughs> she dropped you as her bridesmaid. You drop her as a friend, Ashley. And I you can, so. if you don't mind uh, being the MC at uh, my birthday party this year. <laughs> 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 oh, good on you, Ash. That was uh, a great yeah, good call. Good good on you, Ash. <laughs> 92.9. Triple M's Rush Hour with Emma's and Katie. 
Very, very scary scenes happening last night in Bayswater. Yes, not too far from the old uh, hunting ground, Bassendine. An elderly man who was about 90 years old has been pulled from his burning home um, in Bayswater. It was on Guildford Road. About 9.30 last night, now DFES uh, said there were no working smoke alarms in his house. So there luckily were people who were nearby. Some good bystanders. Uh, Shout out to Amy Cummings and her mother, Andrea. They were driving past past the home, they saw it all in flames, and this was Amy. Run around the back, and an old man popped his head out, so we grabbed him, stopped him from going back in. I just couldn't go far into the house because of the smoke. Um, By then, we pulled him out the front, put him in my car. I mean, that's just heroic kind of stuff. You just, you know, mind your own business, you're driving home or you're going somewhere and suddenly in the corner of your eye you see some smoke and you go, well, it's my responsibility to go and just make sure that everyone's okay and thank goodness Amy did because Mm. if she didn't, then 90-year-old mate could not be here. Absolutely. And you know what? There are people, there are certain type of people. It's the fight or flight response, isn't it? So yep, some exactly. people run towards the fire and some people kind of freeze and don't know what sure to do. not quite sure what you do in that uh, particular moment. But uh, thank goodness Amy did the right thing. What do you reckon you would do in a situation where, you know, you could potentially get really hurt or would you be the hero? Do you, you like to think you would be, but I don't know. I had a situation I a a when wuss. I was with the kids about uh, six months ago. We are driving down West Coast Highway and we saw... A, a, cr- a crash. It was about seven in the morning, mm. and uh, a lady had hit a pole. Okay. And obviously, we were f- the first on the scene. So I went in there, and it was it was pretty like gnarly sort of situation. Mm. I said, "Kids, just wait in the car," and helped a lady and her two kids out of uh, out of the car. They're all crying. Thank goodness, no one was mm. hurt. But yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty um, it's just one of those spur of the moments yeah. where I go, "Geez, no one else is around. I'm going to have to go and help." This person. Should we throw it out there? Have you saved a life? Have you saved a day? One triple three five three. Yes, I'd love to know. Uh, have you saved a life I, out there? I, I love these stories because yep. there are so many heroic people so out many. there. So yep. many. And we want to hear from you. That's right, uh, Bonnie from Belga. Are you there, Bonnie? Yeah, I am. Hey, Bonnie. How'd you save a life? So um, I would have been seventeen at the time, and I was down at the beach. It was school holidays, and uh, with my girlfriends. And before I knew it, someone yelled, "Does anyone know CPR?" And I've never performed it before. I just from what I learned in school. Yes. And before I knew it, my little legs picked me up, and I ran there, and I just started performing CPR and resuscitating a guy my age. Oh really? my! God. And so he was all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he was dunked. Um, so his friends pulled him out and he was sort of unconscious and then I resussed him, oh um, got the water up and then the lifeguards came. But yeah, that's happened a few times to me in my life actually. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, tra- a few times, but not just the once. <laughs> I'm scared to go swimming near you, Vonnie. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's maybe may a blessing because I can always say to help. So yeah. It's 100%. a good thing. Yeah. Make sure that next time you do go swimming, make sure Vonnie's around just in case something happens. No, absolutely. And you know, when you do the CPR, you know, your bronze medallion and things like that at school, I always think like, okay, I can do it on a mannequin. Mm. But when it comes to actually doing it on a real person, how is that, Vonnie? It is completely different. Yeah. You get tired within two minutes, but yeah. um, the adrenaline just pumps through you. So it turned out to be a really good day. In <sighs> good wow. on you, Vonnie. You're an absolute hero, Vonnie. Great call. Appreciate that. Uh, Noel from Helena Valley. G'day, Noel. How you going, mate? How are you? How you going? Very well. Tell us, did you save a life? No, not me, but my niece did. Wow. Tell us the story. She saved her little sister's life. Oh, wow. my gosh. Tell us everything. Yep, her dad was at footy practice and the mother had the kids at the uh, playground. Yep. And a rotty just ran up and went for the toddler. She was about one and a half <gasps> at the time. Oh, God. So my niece, Ella, just grabbed her sister and picked her up 
and the Roddy tore her arm up instead. Oh, oh how my old was your niece? Goodness. Uh, she would have been probably about 10 at the time. Oh. Wow. 10 year old. Yeah, she won a WA Bravery Award and yes, she's she been did. in magazines and oh, all sorts. Yeah. Of what a story. And well yeah. deserved. Yeah. Um, how is how is she? Obviously, with the, uh, oh, she, the bite marks that she did get from the. Oh, uh, she loves the scar, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh my gosh. Saved her, saved her little sister. That's an incredible story, Noel. Nah, no worries. Oh Thanks my very gosh. much. Appreciate that. And right. she well and truly deserved a bravery reward after that. Big time. Andrew from Southern River, tell us your story. G'day, guys. Hey, um, Andrew. Hey, yeah. Uh, me and the family were up at Lake Legionaltia. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's my son in the background. Alright, and um, I hope I can get this all out. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we're up there, and there was a, a, a three or four adult um, Indian men in a in a canoe with uh, with I think one of their one of their daughters or whatever, and uh, the canoe tipped over. And uh, they all went in the water, and obviously could not swim at all. Uh, so the um, lifeguards were struggling getting their inflatable out. So I I swam out there and um, brought the lot of men. Wow! How many were there? Sorry. Uh, I think there was there was three or four. I couldn't really tell because they're they're on the other side of the canoe. Yeah. Wow. Some situations sure, can be avoided. Well done, Andrew. Uh, great call. Uh, thanks very much for being in that right place, right time. But if you can't swim, maybe don't go on a canoe out in the water, especially with your whole family. Uh, Nick from Quinns Rock. You there, Nick? Yeah. All right, Nick. Did you save someone's life or did someone save yours? Uh, I, saved, I saved a few lives just down at the beach. Um, I was surf coaching one of my clients has autism and he's non-verbal and yep. I saw a family uh, with a dad, his daughter and two sons were playing in the shallows, but there was a big rip just right in front of them. Yeah. And they started walking out a little bit deeper, the two, and then they just all got swept out the back oh real God. quick. And they started panicking. The dad, I could see was a bit stressed. Yeah. And he grabbed his daughter, but the two boys were starting to climb the ladder and really, really stressed out. So I paddled over there with my client on the board and just got the boys to hold on to the board. Yep. And we just kicked, kicked out of the rip and then went in. Um, but, yeah, the dad had the daughter and he could he could bring her in, but it, it would have been really disastrous uh, disastrous if no one came at that time because yeah, yeah it was panic stricken yeah well done nick uh, a lot yeah. of people wouldn't know that obviously you know with rips i mean everyone just tries to swim as hard as they can to the shore but correct me if i'm wrong with a rip like you sort of go with it until you actually get out of it and then come back into shore is that right yeah yeah so you can allow yourself to go out and get dragged out the back and yep. just relax and then once you feel the current stop and pushing you out then you can paddle across the beach and then in yep. or if you're getting sucked out just best thing to do is if you've got the energy is just try swim parallel to the beach until yeah. you're out of the rip especially with the wind if you can it's just and so then go in. yeah it's just so scary getting sucked out and you uh, you know you just I have know. to do that because then you're like okay hi sharks yeah you know yeah. what i mean oh. great tip thanks very much and uh well done nick uh tyler from bassendine hey guys how you going hey yeah, good taylor. taylor have you saved a life I have. I've saved my little brother's life. Oh, wow. Please, um, tell, tell us. A story. 
I was about four, probably three or four, and he was one, just learning to walk. And yep. we were at a friend's, uh, our parents' friend's house, and the parents had gone inside, and my little brother wandered out the backyard, and there was no fence at this time. Okay. It was 25 years ago now, so there was no fences. Yep. And um, he was in his nappy. He's jumped into this pool or fallen in. Oh. And I was the only one that saw, so I, I couldn't swim myself. Obviously, neither could he, so I've just jumped in, and managed to get to the bottom of the water and grabbed him and, and then I guess I kind of just thought on my feet and I've um, had him in one hand and my other hand I used to pull myself up the steps, um, the railing around the steps. Oh, and my drag, God. And dragged him out <laughs> and um, ran back inside and I was obviously crying because of the adrenaline yeah. and he was fine. <laughs> um, oh, well parents done, Tyler. Yeah, thanks. The parents just looked at us dripping wet, and they're like, what have yeah, you guys what, been up? Oh, <laughs> what have you guys been up to? Go for a swim. It's, uh, yep. I think the parents' worst nightmare, young kids yep. in swimming pools. So for thank sure. goodness, right place, right time, yeah. Taylor. You he saved sunk, the day. Yeah, he sunk right to the bottom. It was unbelievable. So, yeah, Taylor, production. you've got that on him now for the rest of your life. Oh. For sure. Yeah, we're in exactly. our 20s now. Yeah, <laughs> He owes me. Yeah, he sure yeah, does. Big time. Oh, good on you, Taya. All great calls. Lots of heroes in Perth. I love it. Right now, internet has gone wild today, Embers. Carol Baskin. Killed her husband. Whacked her. Remember this? Can't convince me that it Didn't did this show pay? just explode onto our television sets? Tiger King. A few years ago. A Incredible. great Netflix series. Riveting stuff, wasn't it? Oh, my God. It was so good. I mean, it was just hectic. But oh, what a narrative. So, I mean, essentially what happened was um, people have just found out today that Carol Baskin's ex-husband, Don Lewis, who was meant, who was declared legally dead. He was gone, yeah. And, and people thought that song was about how, you know, uh, Carol actually fed him to the tigers. Yes. And so, uh, the lot. Yeah, Tigers. <laughs> I was like, Lions and Tigers are the same thing. Tiger King. King. Yeah, Tiger King. We're going with that. We're going with Tiger King. Yep. But apparently <laughs> he has been found what? alive I and found well. Him. Hang on, hang on. I was absolutely certain so that, was everyone uh, else. Carol Baskin had fed him to the Tiger. <laughs> Carol Baskin. So he's alive now. He's alive hang and on. well. Where do they find him? I know. Okay. So he went to Costa Rica. This is Carol talking about it. He took about a million dollars down into Costa Rica, and I had agreed to let him do that so he could prove to himself that he couldn't make a living. And when we recovered what we could out of that years later, it was only about $80,000 because the investments he had made were so bad. So I don't know how it is that Homeland Security says he's alive and well in Costa Rica, but I'm glad to hear it. So that was in two, two, 2021, but everyone's just finding out no, now. Yes. Nah, she, nah, I really, like I don't condone killing your partner, but I really sort of hoped <laughs> that Carol Baskin had fed into the tiger. I think it's an incredible story. <laughs> it is. So she's not guilty now. No, well, if, yeah, no, so she's not So I have to change guilty. my opinion of her. She never got charged anyway with it because there was no evidence. That's he wasn't right, there. Because Tiger had swallowed the ex-husband. 100%. Gone, gone. But apparently Don Lewis is alive and well in Costa Rica and if he is in fact still with us, he's 84 years old today. Nah, I don't like that story. It's crazy, isn't yeah. it? Anyway, but... Hey, Tiger King 3. I know. Be coming out soon. I know. And then Let's find Don. That's what people were saying. Maybe this is a publicity stint. Oh, could be. You know, for sure. It really could oh, be. I like it. Well, they've got me. They've, they've sold me. They've got me too. Carol Baskin killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince me that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snacking. What's happening? Carol Baskin. 
yesterday, this time yesterday, Embers. The great thing about this show, it's live, and when news breaks, you get to deliver it on the spot. So 30 seconds left of a song, and our producer, Robbie, runs in saying, hey, guys, have you read the news about Michael Clark and Carl Stefanovic having a punch-up? Their girlfriends were there, and I was just like, oh, I I don't know, Embers, you let me know on air, live. Life. Absolutely. That's what we do. And uh, we jumped on it and you it was a dog's breakfast. When you start reading something for the first time, you've got no idea what's going on. I mean, I can't read at the best of times. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm trying to read something out that is breaking in front of me. And in the end, I just said, you know what? You might want to go read this one yourself. <laughs> it's like we're trying to inform the I people of Perth. trying to explain that uh, Carl Stefanovic and Michael Clark had been in a blue over a girl. I didn't know where I was going with it. And I was reading it out to myself and going... I am so confused. I know. And if I'm confused, guess what? Everyone's Everyone confused. else is going to be very exactly. confused. Exactly. So that's the last time you take charge on that. However, now we know what happened. Yes. So uh, Michael Clark um, was accused of cheating with his ex-girlfriend. Pip Allegedly. Yes. Alleged. Yep. 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 And um, Jade, his current partner, mm. um, slapped him. Carl Stefanovic jumped in. Of um, course, because they're sisters. Uh, yeah, they're, to, yeah. Michael and Carl's partners are sisters. sisters. That's yes. right. Yes, that's the connection. That's yes, why that's Carl was with Michael Clark. Yeah, so then they why had else a would you up. be hanging out with Michael Clark? Well, oh, yeah. yeah. I'd definitely hang out with Carl, though. He's yes. so funny. Hey, uh, so the, today the West Australian and the Herald Sun, of course, around the country, the biggest story. Uh, the Herald Sun went with uh, front page, hit for six. Oh. Yep. Okay. Yep. The West Australian, they went, how's that? You messed about, I caught you, how's that? Thought they could have got something a little yeah. bit better than that. You yeah, know, a little a bit, bit mundane. Yeah. yeah. So I threw it out to a few of my followers and uh, they've come back to me, Katie. <laughs> okay. Okay. The what front the headline page, should have been. What it should have been on the back of the spit between uh, Michael Clark and his partner. Yep. Pup gets two bones for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> two girls, one pup. Oh, God. Two girls, one pup. Oh, no. oh God. <laughs> Botox gang turn on each other. <laughs> <laughs> pup in the doghouse. <laughs> Yabra says... Nabra. I'll tell you what, if the West Australian are listening and you want uh, a headline for tomorrow's paper, call me. Call Embers. Yes. Uh, tomorrow as well, it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a wicked guy from Perth come in, uh, McShane. He was very talented. Performing at yep. Fringe World, which kicks off tomorrow to celebrate another Perth guy. Brett Blake is going to be on the show. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the end of the world as we know it. 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.